This is Forensic Perspectives Podcast. We're bringing you immediate access to today's top accounting and legal experts. We cover various topics concerning forensic accounting, business valuation, economic damages, and litigation support. We chat with experts concerning business disputes, divorce, and economic damages. I'm your host, Mark Gottlieb. Welcome to Forensic Perspectives Podcast. Thank you for joining us and welcome to today's podcast. In popular fiction and classic literature, there's been a long, rich history of marriages that have ended badly. A tragic turn of events for its characters, perhaps, but providing an entertaining narrative for their audience. In the classic film Gone with the Wind, for example, it culminates with Rhett walking out on his wife Scarlett. They have been living a comfortable, affluent life since their marriage, having built an opulent mansion in Atlanta. Red has made up his mind to leave Scarlet for good and go to Charleston. One is left to conjecture that they will eventually divorce, and one is also inclined to say that in context of our current cultural and economic climate, if they do divorce without a prenuptial agreement, who will get the mansion? Who will own the thriving lumber mill? And how much of Rhett's money is still hidden in Europe, as he had claimed before they were married? In our time, the preparation of a prenuptial agreement has become increasingly common for those of all income levels. I'd like to share my thoughts about the financial considerations attorneys should consider when preparing what many call the most unromantic document ever written. The reality is that to many entering the vows of matrimony, a prenuptial agreement or prenup is a troublesome concept. To others, however, it is a necessary financial component that will help to avert serious conflict if the marriage should self-destruct. I can speak from first-hand experience because over the years, our team has assisted many matrimonial and family law practitioners in orchestrating effective and constructive prenuptial agreements. Let's face it, in these times of soaring divorce rates and uncertain financial stability, couples should be concerned with such practicalities. Amongst their many uses, prenuptial agreements are commonly used to protect family and business assets from creditors and soon-to-be ex-spouses. This document can also attempt to avoid or limit litigation costs, define custody support guidelines, and even predetermine the disposition of separate or marital property. If a prenuptial agreement is agreed to, please keep in mind that it can still be amended or even revoked during the marriage. There was a time when a prenuptial agreement was exclusively the province of the wealthy, but prenups today are commonly used by couples of many economic brackets. In short, Discussions about money and other financial issues is absolutely essential for those planning to marry. We can talk for hours about the structure and composition of prenuptial agreements, but for now, I'd like to highlight my five important financial concepts and concerns that matrimonial and family law practitioners need to consider when preparing such agreements. 1. Define Asset Ownership Couples frequently acquire assets during the course of their marriage. A prenuptial agreement will often define how these assets acquired before and during the marriage will be distributed upon their dissolution. 2. Children. When one or more spouses have children from a prior marriage, the prenuptial agreement can preserve the lines of inheritance. 3. Family and closely held businesses. Often the value of a family and closely held business is one of the most significant assets held in the marital pot. These businesses are frequently subject to equitable distribution. Prenuptial agreements are often used to assign rights to these assets 
or even to predetermine an agreed-upon amount in the event of a marital dissolution. 4. Management of Assets and Liabilities Prenups are often used to instruct how assets will be used to satisfy marital liabilities. These determinations are also applicable for estate and tax purposes and inheritance rights. In addition, prenuptial agreements and its clauses help define the use of assets acquired subsequent to marriage. And five, the financially effective prenuptial agreement. The financial clauses of a prenuptial agreement need not be overly complex or ambiguous. A simple stated contract can facilitate the division of assets in a smooth and timely manner. The concept of full disclosure goes a long way in drafting and negotiating the financial clauses of the prenup. I can't emphasize enough that the KISS principle, keep it simple stupid, is an effective tool to clearly communicate the financial desires of a separating party. It goes without saying, but it's worth repeating, that both parties must agree to the goals of their prenuptial agreement so to avoid any unnecessary conflicts in the future. To address our five financial concerns, we often work with a checklist of objectives to assist the matrimonial and family law attorney. These objectives commonly include, but are not limited to, the predetermination of a couple's individual goals, identifying the financial issues most pertinent to the couple, prepare a complete list of all assets and liabilities, and identify both marital and separate property, and understand that the attorney's role is to help facilitate a clear and honest assessment of the financial composition of both parties. There is no dispute that a marriage is an economic partnership, and as in many legally binding relationships, the termination of a marriage requires setting aside emotions and establishing a well-thought-out financial plan. So as you can see, the prenuptial agreement should be fair to both parties. Your clients will eventually understand that the prenuptial agreement can be a positive step to ensure a couple's harmonious peace of mind. Thank you for joining us today for our discussion on prenuptial agreements. If you have any questions as to how we can help you or your clients, please feel free to contact us. Stay connected with us at www.msgcpa.com, where you can also subscribe to our newsletter, Forensic Perspectives. We can also be found on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and of course, by phone. Your topic suggestions for future broadcasts are always welcome. Until our next podcast, this is Mark Gottlieb. Thank you for joining us.